What's going on, guys? And welcome to episode 75 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I am your host, Sanchez Bailey, and we are on the race to 100 episodes. Goodness me, 25 episodes left, half a year. I'm going to try and do it by the end of the season, even if i got to throw a few in or do some in the mid-post-season. But anyway, Happy New Year. Goodness me, guys. This is the first or, yeah, the first episode in a long time. It felt like a, a season gap, really. Um, partially my fault a little bit. I ended up being the tour guide for too many people in the gap. The World Cup was great. And it gave me an opportunity to sit back and learn. I wrote so many notes in, in preparation for <clears throat> the return, essentially, you know. There's a lot of things that I would like to talk about and reference, potentially, the World Cup. But for now, I'll leave it as it is. It was a great tournament. Uh, I did predict that it would be a disappointment. Now, to be honest, in my lifetime, it's now going to be voted the best World Cup that I experienced. Majorly because of the final. But leading up to it, it wasn't... I don't know if it was that great, if I'm honest. Um, why? The reasons why I predicted the World Cup to be somewhat disappointing is because people are either going to be fatigued or uh, players would probably play with a handbrake on knowing that they got a return back. Like, there was just so much uh, mental factors that were at play which I felt would have inhibited performance. And so I do feel like in some ways I was a bit justified, but then, you know, obviously... As you get further on in the tournament, the best teams are going to advance and the best teams are going to be putting in better performances. <clears throat> but I think on the large part, on, on the whole, I think I was kind of right. But anyway, who cares? I'm not here to be right um, in terms of predictions. That doesn't matter. Um, what's most important is that I, I, am, I give you information on analysis and actually things that did happen. And one of the things that did happen actually was some penalty analysis that I did. And it was beautiful to see... Um, and I shall be including some of those in my upcoming course on penalties, which, <clears throat> excuse me, I've got a bit of a cold now, pre-cold, which will be out uh, on my website. So there's a few courses already out there. So if you are a new listener, welcome. Um, I do provide content in the sense of courses where you're able to kind of sit down, play, pause, rewind and have everlasting tools and modules for you to kind of you know develop that mental side and i include resources too uh shout out to those that i've been regularly regularly getting their uh 30 day mindset planners but i'm not trying to make this an ad let's get to it i want to make these the next three to four episodes a series actually and you know as much as i've been lining up and queuing up my topics I feel like this is the important one because now we're at a time of the season where for some it's going to be halfway, for some may have continued. But regardless or irrespective to where you are in this time of the season, it's the time of the year or a time of the season where this message is going to be ever so crucial. And that's the winning mentality. And, and you know, looking at the, the episodes that I've done, I don't think I've really focused on that and I'm excited to do it and you know um, I can't compartmentalize what makes someone have a winning mentality and I'm going to be referencing some of the things that we've seen recently in football funny enough with strikers in this episode 
And <clears throat> I'm gonna give you a three part series of how you can exude a winning mentality. And the first part is, is how you train. How you train is one of the main factors that highlights a winning mentality. Now, one of the things that I have been able to notice recently is the, the, the resurgence. I don't even want to see a resurgence because I predict that United will drop points um, against Crystal Palace, for example. But the resurgence of Man United um, or the mentality put instilled. And I believe it was Casemiro, who's a new player that's just moved. Um, <clears throat> and I think he came out and said, Someone who moved recently, and I think it was Casemiro, he said one of the, the differences between uh, Ten Hag and any other manager that I've worked with, now think about it, one of the managers that's got one of the most World Cups or Champions League trophies as a manager, Zidane, um, is probably used as a massive comparison tool here, and Ancelotti, he said one of the differences between Ten Hag and any other manager is his obsession for winning. Right, um, and he says contagious, and from the messages that he gives in training. Right, training is is, you know. Gosh, when I was involved with clubs, like training, is a chore. It's a chore if you perceive it to be a chore. Right, it's 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 a it's a period of physical exhaustion, of physical. Um, expenditure it's a time of tactical repetitiveness potentially right but remember it's a winning mentality that we're trying to push here and and so i will bet you any money that there's not a single person that you would attribute with a men, uh, winning mentality or maybe be one of the greatest in their sports so you think of the the federals serenas the the woods and the lebrons and ronaldos and all the greats in every one of the sports that you would think of, Brady, they probably wouldn't see training as a chore. In fact, they probably train more than uh, the average or more than the players there. They probably invest in people to help them do additional and surplus training. So firstly, really and truly, it's changing the way that you see the perception of training and, and consider training as an opportunity. Now... Sometimes, and there might be some clubs where, you know, I've been to, uh, uh, I don't want to specify, it was one of the, the major European leagues, right? I've been to training sessions before, first team training sessions. And I was there, and, and obviously I was only there for a short period of time, but I did see the training session and I was, and I was beginning to think, damn, like, it's probably very difficult for a player to create habits in this in training in, in this training environment. However, you know, there's different types of training. There's training that is team based and then there's individual training. And to be honest with you, you cannot rely on having a winning mentality just from the training regime alone or the team training regime alone. You might be able to get away with it depending on the, the, the level of intensity that training possesses, but you cannot develop yourselves to have a winning mentality by relying on the team's training. Now, I'll give you an example. We had individuals that have recently come out and, and on a resurgence in terms of performances, and 
all of a sudden we've seen some previous clips of them training and doing individualized training and dedicating themselves to become better. I'll start off with a player uh, from my team, Eddie Nketiah. Uh, recently he's come back uh, into the, the, the first team for Arsenal, score four and five now, I believe. And what we've been recently seeing is a video showing his physical transformation, him training and working on parts of his game that has now made him a stronger player, that's now made him a little bit more um, able to hold up the ball a little bit more. And, and you know, this goes against, this goes against the, the criteria that I've pushed. This uh, links to the criteria that I have pushed, where it's important for you to work towards some of the things that will get you into the team. He's done that. Right? He's treated training as essential for him to develop himself as a player. He's treated training as an opportunity for him to get better and put himself in a position where he can stay in that team. He's treated training in a way where he can become an improved, complete player. He did not rely on necessarily the team's training regime. He took that opportunity and used training as his opportunity to get better. We can also look at Rashford. I remember, was it in the World Cup, he scored a free kick? Immediately after he scored a free kick, we see the training and the work that he's been doing. Taking free kicks, top off, doing the work that needs him to be sharper in the game, right? He's even come out and self-professed that some of the things he needed to do was to change his mentality. And if he's changed his mentality, and one of the things that we see now is his emergence of clips of him training and trying to develop himself and sharpening his tool set, tool set, what does that have to say with the importance of training? What does it have to say about the importance of training, right? So essentially, what needs to be taken from this episode is that training is essential to development. Training is essential to a player having a winning mentality. And then to add, to even go even further, training needs to be specified and a little bit more tactical and a little bit more attention to detail in order for you to kind of develop yourself and create that winning mentality. It's you treating training as an opportunity for you to become something and somebody that cannot be managed by someone else. It's almost impossible to be managed and coped by another individual, right? I'll give you an analogy of Bane, right? Bane was an artificial a monster, right? He was an in incubator and he was gaining uh, musculature. He was someone that was in the incubator and he became a little bit more stronger. He had an opportunity, or Bane was in the incubator where he developed well, from being someone that was completely skinny, not someone that was very physical at all, into a physical monster that was almost unbearable, right? That incubator for you is your training session. That is your opportunity to put yourself in the environment, to put yourself in the circumstances, for you to develop and sharpen those tools that can make you unstoppable, which is therefore the winning mentality that we are discussing in this episode here. And a winning mentality has to come from how we're treating something that you do four to five times out of the week. And bear in mind, that's not even completely enough right? Training is a reflection of your commitment to the game. You know how we say that friends are the, you know, you can tell about a man by the friends that they have? You can tell about them a person, 
about how you can tell about a person depending on how they commit themselves to training, whether it's in the team, whether it's extras, whether it's personalized, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, supplementary forms of training. Now, I have to admit, there are some exceptions. I had, did hear that Ezra Hazard was not a trainer. He was the last to leave. I mean, the first to leave and the last to get there. There are some exceptional talents. However, he has an injury record. Maybe that's a reflection. Maybe now he, we're seeing the effects of him not being able to rely so much on the natural ability by his uh, career um, dip. Right? And... I want you to take that as a message where training is the massive reflection of your commitment to the game, but then also <coughs> your level of dedication to become better and somebody that is difficult to play against, unstoppable, unbearable. And that's the mentality that you have to become better every day, to become better every week, to showcase that on the match days. And that's the first episode, that's the first part of having a winning mentality of three, I might include a fourth, but three are really essential and key. And I hope that can be taken into consideration. And within the next subsequent weeks, you're able to transform your training session. And what do you take from this? What are you currently, you want to ask yourself, what are you currently doing to enhance yourself via training? Then the next question is most important. What can you do to enhance the quality of your training experience for you to become unbearable? Those are the two questions that you want to ask yourself in order to get that first step into having that winning mentality.